Good morning and thank you for joining us for Maddens on this Tuesday, August the 3rd. Uh, we'll be following the order of service of Maddens on page 219. Our psalm today is psalm number... Psalm 68, verses 4 to 10. Psalm 68, 4 to 10. And we're doing a different hymn. It's hymn 868, verse 1. 868, verse 1. Awake my soul and with the sun. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Praise to you, O Christ. Alleluia. Blessed be God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. O come, let us worship Him. O come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise unto him with songs of praise. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. The deep places of the earth are in his hand. The strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hand formed the dry land. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning is now and will be forever. Amen. Blessed be God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Oh, come, let us worship Him. Psalm 68, verses 4 to 10. 68, 4 to 10. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 
Sing to God, sing praises to his name. Lift up a song to him who rides through the deserts. His name is the Lord. Be exalted before him. Father of the fatherless and protector of widows is God in his holy habitation. God settles the solitary in a home. He leads out the prisoners to prosperity. But the rebellious dwell in a parched land. O God, when you went out before your people, when you marched through the wilderness, the earth quaked, the heavens poured down rain, before God the one of Sinai, before God the God of Israel. Rain in abundance, O God, you shed abroad. You restored your inheritance as it languished. Your flock found a dwelling in it. In your goodness, O God, you provided for the needy. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Hymn 868, Awake My Soul and With the Sun. Hymn 868, verse 1. Verse 1. Awake, my soul, and with the sun Thy daily stage of duty run Shake off dull sloth and joyful rise To pay thy morning sacrifice Our reading today comes from Acts chapter 27 beginning in verse 9. Acts chapter 27, beginning in verse 9. Since much time had passed, and the voyage was now dangerous, because even the fast was already over, Paul advised them, saying, Sirs, I perceive that the voyage will be with injury and much loss, not only of the cargo and the ship, but also of our lives. But the centurion paid more attention to the pilot and the owner of the ship than to what Paul said. And because the harbor was not suitable to spend the winter in, the majority decided to put out to sea from there, on the chance that somehow they could reach Phoenix, a harbor of Crete, facing both southwest and northwest, and spend the winter there. Now when the south wind blew gently, 
supposing that they had obtained their purpose, they weighed anchor and sailed along Crete, close to the shore. But soon a tempestuous wind, called a northeaster, struck down from the land. And when the ship was caught and could not face the wind, we gave way to it and were driven along, running under the lee of a small island called Caudia, and managed with difficulty to secure the ship's boat. After hoisting it up, they used supports to undergird the ship. Then, fearing that they would run aground on the on the Sirtis, they lowered the gear, and thus they were driven along. Since we were violently storm-tossed, they began the next day to jettison the cargo, and on the third day they threw the ship's tackle overboard with their own hands. When neither sun nor stars appeared for many days, and no small tempest lay upon us, all hope of our being saved was at last abandoned. Since they had been without food for a long time, Paul stood up among them and said, Men, you should have listened to me and not have set sail from Crete and incurred this injury and loss. Yet now I urge you to take heart, for there will be no loss of life among you, but only of the ship. For this very night there stood before me an angel of God, to whom I belong and whom I worship. And he said, Do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand before Caesar. And behold, God has granted you all those who sail with you. So take heart, men, for I have faith in God that it will be exactly as I have been told. But we must run aground on some island. O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be to God. Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly set in the heavens. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, I love the habitation of your house, and the place where your glory dwells. Our reading today comes from Martin Chemnitz. Why was Christ's resurrection revealed to these women first? There are several answers. First, God was keeping his ancient custom of choosing what is foolish, undistinguished, and despised in the eyes of the world in order to put the strong and the lofty to shame. These women were despised not only due to the weakness of their gender, but also because of Galilee, their homeland. But God exalts them by revealing to them the resurrection of his Son, which is an excellent article of our faith. Indeed, he even sends them to the apostles to share the message of Christ's resurrection with them, so that they become, as the ancients say, like apostles to the apostles. Third, 
In this way, God wanted to prevent the accusations of the Jews. The high priest lied, saying that Christ's disciples had stolen the body of their master. In order to prove the shamelessness and the absurdity of this lie, it happened by God's marvelous providence that these women came to the grave before the apostles. Now it is highly unlikely that these few women could have stolen the body from the grave guarded by the soldiers and closed by a large stone. Fourth, through the woman, Eve, death came, and to all human beings. On account of this, Christ wanted his resurrection, which brings us righteousness and life, to be told to others by women. At the fall, the first human being, these three worked together, the devil who deceived, the woman who proclaimed his talk further, the man who ate and corrupted human nature. So also at Christ's resurrection, these three worked together, Christ who rose and redeemed human nature, the angel who proclaimed the resurrection, and the women who carried the joyful message further. Now if Christ was pleased with the zeal of these women, which was yet bound together with significant weakness of faith and did not let them come away from the tomb empty, how much less will he let those go away empty who in true faith seek him who rules at the right hand of the Father? We sing the Te Deum. We praise you, O God. We acknowledge you to be the Lord. All the earth now worships you, the Father everlasting. To you all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To you, cherubim and seraphim, continually do cry. Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of your glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise you. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise you. The noble army of martyrs praise you. The holy church throughout all the world does acknowledge you. The father of an infinite majesty, your adorable true and only son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. You are the King of glory, O Christ. You are the everlasting Son of the Father. When you took upon yourself to deliver man, you humble yourself to be born of a virgin. When you had overcome the sharpness of death, you opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You sit at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that you will come to be our judge. 
We therefore pray you to help your servants, whom you have redeemed with your precious blood. Make them to be numbered with your saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save your people and bless your heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify you, and we worship your name forever and ever. Grant, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let your mercy be upon us, as our trust is in you. O Lord, in you have I trusted, let me never be confounded. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, hear my prayer, and let my cry come to you. Mighty God, your crucified and buried Son did not remain in the tomb for long. Give us joy in the tasks set before us, that we might carry out faithful acts of service, as did Joanna, Mary, and Salome, offering to you the sweet perfume of our grateful hearts, so that we too may see the glory of your resurrection and proclaim the good news with unrestrained eagerness and with fervor worked in us through our Lord Jesus Christ, who rose and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, you have safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with your mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all of our doings being ordered by your governance may be righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God 
and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Today on August the 3rd, uh, the church has remembered the myrrh bearers, Joanna, Mary, and Salome. Uh, they were the women that brought the myrrh to the tomb, uh, to Jesus' tomb on that first Easter Sunday morning. Here's a little bit about them. Known in some traditions as the faithful women, the visit of these three persons and other women to the tomb of Jesus on the first Easter morning is noted in the gospel records of Matthew 28.1, Mark 16.1, and Luke 24.10. Joanna was the wife of Chuzza, a steward in Herod's household, Luke 8.3. Mary, the mother of James, the son of Alphaeus, was another of the women who faithfully provided care for Jesus and his disciples from the time of his Galilean ministry through his burial after his crucifixion. Salome, the mother of the sons of Zebedee, Matthew twenty-seven fifty-six, joined with the women both at the cross and in bringing the spices to the garden tomb. These faithful women have been honored in the church through the centuries as examples of humble and devoted service to the Lord. Thank you for joining us this Tuesday. Uh, we thank you for being here. Uh, we'll be gathering again tomorrow for Maddens and Prayers on Wednesday, uh, but not on Thursday. May God bless you this week.